1: Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first
2: And here's your host, GOP Josh.
3: Your probe into the Russia collusion host. President Trump has just been impeached on both Article One. The and only blood. president of the United States to be impeached for a second. The January Sixth Committee releasing its final 845-page report.
2: Former President Donald Trump has been indicted.
1: Remember this: nothing worth doing ever ever, ever, came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and it'll make a real and lasting difference. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. This is a party that wants an outsider battle. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. You must keep pushing forward. Never, ever give up. There'll be times in your life you'll want to quit, you'll want to go home. I can't do it. I can't do it. Just never quit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. And you will have the faith to replace a broken establishment with a government that serves and protects the people. If they're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. And I always will stand in their way.
0: Welcome in, everyone. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. GOPjosh.com is my website, but the more important website today is DonaldJTrump.com. As the President of the United States, the 45th President has been indicted on more than 30 counts related to business fraud in the state of New York. Full coverage today on the program. That video is from the MAGA War Room um, organization. A Trump-aligned PAC, Make America Great Again, Inc., ran um, organization. Um, they're co- not coming after me. They're coming after you. I just happen to be in the way. That's a President Trump quote that stands a test of time today more than ever. That was during the first impeachment trial. He said that the first time, at least publicly. They're not after me. They're after you. I'm just standing in their way. And that's the truth. That's the truth. So he's been indicted on thirty counts of business fraud, more than thirty counts. according to CNN. Uh, Trump is expected to appear in court on Tuesday. And first and foremost, I'm gonna say this uh, plain out in here. At this point, a big thing I pay attention to in politics is who's de- who's degrading you, right? Who's going after you? who's attacking you? who's your allies? Uh, And your allies are important, but really who's attacking you is more important. The people attacking Ron DeSantis are not bad people. They're not terrible people. The people attacking Donald Trump are some of the worst people in politics and some of the people who uphold the swamp completely. And so on the fact of who hates Donald Trump alone, the fact that he is hated by the establishment, hated by the the Soros-funded DAs, the fact that he's hated by... The people of New York and Washington, D.C. is enough for me to say that I'm willing to vote for Donald Trump in the primary every time. And I was leaning towards Trump to begin with in the primary, and he's always been my top guy. He's a hero of mine. He is the best president in American history. Um, Everyone else is pretty lackluster compared to him. He was an outsider that came in and took over, and he showed them who was boss, and he's doing it again for a third time. He's going to win for a third time. I'm sure you've all seen the picture on my Twitter feed um, of all the Trump merch. Um, he's our guy. Trump is our guy. And I wholeheartedly support him for 2024. I encourage you all to support him for 2024 as well. I encourage you to go to DonaldJTrump.com. It gives you a big pop-up here about saving America. Um how you can volunteer for the campaign. If you press that link, it takes you also into um, to the rest of the website with his mission page, his control page, his shop page, uh, everything like that. A new shirt, I Stand With Trump, is on his website now. Um, on the uh, Red Future Radio store on Zazzle, I'll link in the show notes below as well. Um, let's pull it up here. Um, We have our new free Trump bumper sticker or car magnet, uh, $7.49 for that, supports the program as well. Um, But when he's backed by the people that are swampy, I won't support him. The fact that Trump is being attacked by Nikki Haley, the DA of Manhattan, Ron DeSantis, John Bolton, Mike Pence, Mitch McConnell. This is our guy. And I don't think the left realizes how lackluster the response to this indictment will be. I don't think they realize that conservatives will only support Trump more after the indictment. I think he can get a lot of states into play. He will have the most successful campaign in American history, even if he's doing it in a jail cell. He's expected to appear in court on Tuesday. Now, I'm going to get to this later in the program. I want to spend the next segment on this topic as well because it's so important. But I want to start with what Nancy Pelosi said on Twitter, the Speaker Emeritus of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi. Let's pull it up here. Her username on Twitter is still Speaker Pelosi, by the way, which I think is kind of weird. The grand jury has acted upon the facts in the law. No one is above the law, and everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. The right to a trial to prove innocence. Now I'm sure we have some sort of lawyer and listening to the program here or judge or something like that. Call in, give us our voicemail line a, a ring, 574 675 6747 gop 7 available 24-7. Um, is that number? It's a voicemail line. You can call, let it ring a bit, Uh, I'll pick up the line and then say, leave your voicemail. Is it guilty until proven innocent in America? I thought it was innocent until proven guilty in America. Where you are not guilty until a judge or jury of your peers can act on evidence that proves you guilty. You aren't founded as guilty. You aren't opened up and said, we are now guilty. Right? You, You can't start a trial guilty. That's why I say prove something and not disprove something because it's a lot easier to prove something if it's true. Law in the U.S. This is from the community notes um, from Twitter. Law in the U.S. assumes the innocence of a defendant in the prosecution must prove guilt. They must prove guilt. You don't get to prove innocence, Nancy Pelosi. You prove guilt. Can you believe that? I know she doesn't know anything about anything in the world, but Nancy Pelosi, the... Speaker Emeritus of the House is not a person that should be giving legal advice. But I I shouldn't be there. I'm not a lawyer. But you don't have a right to prove innocence. You have a right to prove guilt. You have to be able to prove what you're doing, not disprove what you're doing. You have to be able to prove what's wrong, what happened, not disprove something that happened. If there's enough evidence to prove something right if there's enough evidence to say this happened then provide the evidence there's a lot more out there to say it didn't happen or a lot more out there to say it's no longer within these statute limitations we can get into this a lot more in the next segment we are up against a hard break here back after this on the red Feature radio network this is the conservative crusader podcast
2: you're listening to the conservative crusader
0: Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader, gopjosh.com. Join our Patreon page to support the program for $3 if you enjoy the content you are receiving here to keep us on the air. Patreon.com slash gopjosh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash G-O-P-J-O-S-H. For $5 at bit.ly slash gopjosh, Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, to buy a gig at Fiverr. Support the program through that as well. Use code T-S-M-S at blackoutcoffee.com, T-S-M-S at blackoutcoffee.com. And check out our website, gopjosh.com and redfutureradio.com is our pages on on the internet. Twitter page, GOPJosh20. Glad to announce I'm now the chairman of the Ohio High School Republicans. Very cool organization. I'm glad to be a part of the Republican Federation. High School Republican Federation. I'm the new chairman of the party of Ohio starting that up. So if you're a young conservative, a high school-aged conservative in Ohio, uh, contact me, get you involved with that organization. I'm the chief operating officer of Red Future Radio, and I'm the glad host of this podcast in which I enjoy doing this every three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So let's get into the reactions of the Trump indictment now. Uh, The Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, who's running running in 2024, at this point he has no shot. Right. Trump will win. He has the broad consensus of the party. And now that he's been indicted. The quote that he has been seen saying so many times in reality, they're not after me, they're after you. I'm just in the way. Is finally coming true. Trump will be the winner of the 2024 presidential election. Both the primary and the general. Okay. So, DeSantis reacts, calls it uh, un American. Let me tell you his exact tweet. I want to read you his quote here. Let me pull it up here on Twitter. Because his tweet doesn't even name Trump by name. The weaponization of the legal system to advance a political agenda turns the rule of law on its head. It is un American the Soros-backed Manhattan district attorney has consistently bent the law to downgrade felonies and to exp- excuse criminal conduct. Yet, now he's stretching it to law to target a political opponent. Florida will not assist in an extradition request given the questionable circumstances at issue with the Soros-backed Manhattan prosecutor and his political agenda. Alright. So, DeSantis refuses to say Trump's name. Refuses to say what happened in New York was about Donald Trump. They just had a political opponent. That could be anyone. That could be Hillary Clinton. That could be himself. That could be, I don't know, Vivek Ramaswamy. It could be someone out there, also a political opponent of, of this Manhattan DA in some way. If it was Hillary Clinton, he'd be dead by now, but you know what I'm getting at. Um, He refuses to name Donald Trump. He refuses to say Trump is the one that did this crime and, and, and is getting extradited. But DeSantis said something unexpected. He said they will not assist in extraditing Trump from Florida. So if Trump doesn't go to Florida, it will be New York's sole responsibility to get him out of Florida. Right? I don't know how they're planning on doing that. But we'll see. Um, They're doing anything they can to stop Trump. We know this. We know the narrative behind it and the mission behind it is to stop him from running again. I don't think... The Manhattan DA realizes how popular this makes Trump. I mean, there's people on Twitter, I hate I hate to talk about Twitter on on the podcast. But like Dominator, he's a account with ten thousand followers, a big DeSantis fan, a big anti Trump guy, is now on the Trump train. A lot of profiles that were not pro Trump before are now backing Trump because they realize they're not after me us, or not after him, they're after us. He's in the way. He's fighting back against those that are going after the people. He has done that since he went down the escalator in 2015 and he will do that for the rest of his presidency. And he will do that for the next presidency. Now I want to say something really quick before we start talking about other reactions to this. Um, Monday in Nashville there was a school shooting where two, three Kids, nine-year-olds, and three adults were shot down by a transvestite in a Christian school. I don't want to believe this is a intended plot in the news cycle to bury that story and bury the trans day of vengeance and bury the Tennessee insurrection that happened yesterday. We'll get to later in the program. But it's odd timing. Just the other day, they said that the the, the grand jury's out for the rest of the month. Now they say he has been indicted on over 30 counts. Now, I don't want to say it's just to dominate the news cycle. But if it is, they're doing a pretty good job at it. Don't forget those that died in that shooting. Don't forget about the shooting in the first place. Don't forget who did it either. Kevin McCarthy responded to this indictment. Alvin Bragg is the Manhattan D.A has uh, irreputably damaged our country in an attempt to interfere with our presidential election as he routinely frees violent criminals to terrorize the public. Um, He weaponized our sacred system of justice against President Donald Trump. The American people will not tolerate this injustice and the House of Representatives will hold Alvin Bragg and his unprecedented abuse of power to account. Rare W, rare good statement... From Kevin McCarthy. A good take from Kevin McCarthy for once is that he's actually saying, yeah, this isn't a good thing. You know, Trump is the president of the country. He is the rightful president. He won the election and he will be president again. Good job, Kevin McCarthy, making a mid-level statement that's halfway decent. Matt Dolan, he's running for Senate in Ohio. He hasn't said a word at all. And maybe he will in in a press release, but he hasn't tweeted about it. Uh, Ted Cruz, he's always good with his short statements. The Democrat Party's hatred for Donald Trump is knows no bounds. The substance of this political persecution is utter garbage. It is completely unprecedented in his catastrophic escalation of the weaponization of the justice system. Uh, Mike Pence talked about it in an interview. We'll play that clip here.
3: Jury, uh, As you well know, as all of our viewers know by now, voting to indict the former president of the United States, Donald this Trump. This is from CNN. He's now the first president former president in american history to be criminally charged it's a really significant development i want to get your reaction to this unprecedented development right. well i think the unprecedented indictment of a former president of the united states on a campaign finance issue is an outrage and, and it appears to uh, millions of americans To be nothing more than a political prosecution that's driven by a prosecutor who literally ran for office on a pledge to indict the former president. But it wasn't just uh, Mr. Vice President, excuse me for interrupting. It wasn't just the prosecutor, the district attorney in New York who did this. This was a grand jury, a grand jury of some 23 people. And you need a majority, 12, to go ahead and criminally indict. Well, I I understand that, and it's been a long time since I was in law school, Wolf, but I remember the old saying, you can indict a ham sandwich, right? Uh, The threshold, the burden of proof is very low. Prosecutors make decisions, discretionary decisions about what they bring all the time. Federal prosecutors passed on this. The Manhattan DA initially delayed it, passed on it. Uh, but when you have an attorney general in New York and a Manhattan DA that targeted one particular American in their campaigns, I think that offends the notion of, of the overwhelming majority of the American people who believe in fairness, who believe in equal treatment before the law. And this appears to be just one more example, Wolf, of the kind of two-tiered justice system that uh, the American people have
0: had enough of. But your justice... Mike Pence also wouldn't name Donald Trump in that clip if you unless I missed it. Um, Steve Scalise, House Majority Leader. The sham New York indictment of President Donald Trump is one of the, mo- the clearest example of dem- extremist Democrats weaponizing government to attack their political opponents. Uh, Josh Hawley. Tonight's indictment of Donald Trump is about the law. It's about power, raw power. It's the Democrat Party telling the nation they will stop at nothing to control the outcome of the next presidential election. It is an assault on our democracy, pure and simple. Uh, Eric Schmidt from Missouri. This is a purely partisan case against President Trump, Nikki Haley. Um, something the uh, district attorney would be doing for political points. I think what we know is when you get into political prosecutions like this, it's more about revenge than it is justice. So the people are are right. They are right. They are the people agree. Nikki Haley agrees. Even people in the Trump. Outside of the Trump circle are saying, yeah, this is this is a bad thing is political purposes only. Um, it's purely political. It's only for the notion and the appearance of doing something. And it's to fulfill a campaign promise. Democrats are so good at governing. They can they can fulfill any com- campaign promise they have. Right. Just just on the notion that, well, we're going to do it anyway. Republicans are always afraid to do what they promise remember when Trump said she 'll be in jail um to 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 Hillary Clinton on the debate stage why didn't he fulfill that promise why didn't our people fulfill that promise remember this clip it's a notable clip it's a very famous clip fact check him
1: check fact check him in real time last time at the first debate we had millions of people uh fact checking so I expect we'll have millions more fact checking uh because you know it is uh It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country.
0: Because you'd be in jail.
2: Secretary Clinton.
0: So our people don't do that. We don't have prosecutors out there doing that for Trump, doing that for our people. It's only for, it seems, the left that can go on and be good with their promises. It really is a shame. It really is a shame. But, you know, we're, we're going to go into the Ohio part of it in the Ohio segment. We have a lot of things with the Ohio segment to get into as well. Um, but that is a trauma indictment. That is the coverage of it. We'll cover it more next Monday if there's more that comes out over the weekend. Um, next segment, we're going to get solely into the Tennessee um, insurrection that happened. The January 6th, the January 6th. Back after this on the Red Future Radio Network.
2: You're listening to the Conservative Crusader.
0: Hey everyone, it's Joe P. Josh. We can only keep the Conservative Crusader podcast or, or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Feature Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash gopjosh you can also support the program at anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give this program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected but anything to keep us on the air helps thank you folks and now back to the conservative crusader There's a transurrection, folks. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader, and they say the left says January 6th is the worst day in American history, worse than 9-11, worse than the Civil War. The worst day in American history was January 6th because Trump supporters took a tour of the Capitol, right? A violent uprising happened in Tennessee yesterday in the Tennessee state capitol. In a massive, massive protest of transvestites and transgender people that went in there and had an insurrection. They they incited a, a riot and had an insurrection in the Tennessee Capitol. So this isn't an insurrection, right? This is an insurrection. will soon be marching over
1: to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard.
0: That's an insurrection. But when... Trans people walk into the Capitol and bust down the doors and break through police barricades and everything like that. The same thing that Antifa did on January 6th. It's all fine. It's all fine and dandy because they're trans and they have imp- oppression, whatever else they have going on in their lives. Gun control activists were seen storming Tennessee's state capitol Thursday amid rising fears of a left-wing uprising at a rumored protest in Washington, D.C. this Saturday. Uh, They've since canceled the Trans Day of Vengeance after everyone on Twitter got suspended for tweeting about it. Uh, Footage of the insurrection shows progressive protesters battling with cops as they attempted to gain access to the legislature in Nashville. Hundreds of people were seen inside the lobby and yelling from the gallery at concerned lawmakers. The protests against guns come after a transgender shooter on Monday gunned down six people at a Christian school in Nashville. In a separate demonstration, trans activists yesterday invaded Kentucky's state capitol in Frankfurt to protest a Republican backed bill to ban transgender procedures for children. Which, by the way, that veto by uh, Andy Bashir was overrid um, by the uh, capitol people and the people uh, uh, and into uh, Kentucky. So, good job, Kentucky. Um, among the mods was a self described uh, genderqueer clown nun who immediately drew comparisons comparison to the QAnon shaman from the January 6th riot, who's out of jail, by the way. Um, the left wing demonstrations come amid fears of a trans day of vengeance, which has been threatened for Washington, D.C. on Saturday. Twitter bosses this week rushed to remove thousands of posts advertising for the protest. Um, almost condemned the attack, though, three, they left three nine year olds and many school staffers dead. Several unrelated fringe extremist groups have surfaced, claiming the shooting was a consequence of growing, growing oppression of trans people in southern, more conservative states. So, People on the left, some of them, and I'm not saying this is everyone. Some of the people on the left are saying this shooting at a school, a young people's school, under sixth grade school in Tennessee, was because trans people are oppressed. And it happened out of oppression. So because these people are oppressed, by the way, up until five minutes ago, People consider gender dysphoria, which is what transgenderism is at a core, a mental illness. It it has been at the core forever, a mental illness, transgenderism has been, okay? Just just think of that. So now, because it's a mental illness, and we know it's a mental illness, you're being oppressed if you talk about it and, and try to suppress it. Why are we normalizing insanity? We are normalizing insanity to benefit 0.1% of people in this country that have a desire to change their gender.
2: Is
3: false, as it is,
2: if men really can't
3: become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology.
0: That's from Michael Knowles at CPAC. I'm going to leave that there um, as we continue with this coverage of the insurrection. And now... The left is not going to talk about how this event that happened at the capital of Tennessee or the capital of Kentucky is an insurrection because it's the left-wing people. And I'm really not being honest and sincere and genuine when I call it an insurrection either. I think it's funny. <laughs> the transurrection, because it's a bunch of trainees out there protesting gun violence and oppression for trans people. And it's funny when the people who are out there protesting are the ones that did the crime and I'm not saying every trans person's a school shooter in any capacity. Um, I know some trans transgender people. They're, they seem like kind people on the outside. Um, I, I fear they have a lot of built-up self-hatred inside, but they're outside. They seem nice, and they seem like good people, inherently speaking. Um, they have mental illness, but they're nice people. And, and so when the people out there protesting are transgender people, are people who are left-wing, of people who have never actually taken action in their life against anything. It's hard not to laugh. And I don't want to laugh. It's, it's a serious issue. But when they break into the Capitol, and they break into the, and they tear down the uh, police barricades and actually go inside the gallery, that's kind of what, that's, that's worse than what happened on January 6th. People were let in on January 6th. And there's pictures here on this Daily Mail article linked to the show notes below, of what's going on in the Capitol, of what happened in these separate protests. Um. Yeah, there's a a demon dressed person protesting. I'm not going to play the clip because I haven't actually vetted it, and I don't want to play something that has language we wouldn't like on the show. But, um, if you're in the D.C. area, there is an event scheduled for tomorrow at 1 p.m. or 11 a.m. I'm sorry. Be careful. Don't go near the Supreme Court. It is a trans day of vengeance to stop trans transgenocide. Uh, a symbol at the Supreme Court is their goal, wear a mask, bring a buddy, um, and they have all their social medias there. They claim it's canceled. I doubt it will be canceled. Please be careful. And don't go out there inciting things. And if you protest for Trump, don't go out there and incite things. Don't go out there and... and Create violence. I was on a live stream yesterday with um, Gen Z Patriot uh, Braxton with his YouTube account. You can get little uh, cameras on on you on uh, Amazon, like forty bucks for a little hidden camera you can put in your pocket. Record everything if you go to a protest, and make sure that anything that happens, you can have documentation and prove who it is. Um, just now, I'm recording this about 1030 in the morning, by the way, because I have a busy evening tonight. Um, this is the I'll tell you who the quote is from afterwards, supposedly on transgender day of visibility we want you uh, visibility that is today. We want you to know that we see you just as you are made in the image of God and deserving of dignity, respect and support. We will never stop working to create a world where you won't have to be brave. Just be yourself. Transgender people deserve love, dignity, and respect. Made in the image of God. Which I believe so. I believe the the person they are right now, before they transgender, they transition, is the image of God. But we can disagree. President. That was from the 46th president. The instated president. The president that lost the presidential election in 2020. uh, President Biden. Uh, Resident Sippy Cup Biden, you know. Uh, Mr. I want ice cream, and that's why I came down here during a school shooting is because I want ice cream. My name
1: is Joe Biden. (laughs) I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. (laughs) And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. (laughs) I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. (laughs) I think I'm kidding.
0: During a press briefing about the... uh, The shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, by the way. That's a real clip from the White House. Just want to remind you all of that. All right, back after this for the Ohio segment, we have news of the Ohio uh, Congress people and um, senators reaction to the shooting or not the shooting. I'm sorry. That was Monday. Uh, Busy news cycle, friends, Uh, to the indictment of Donald Trump. Also, news of the Ohio Capitol of a possible special election, the abortion ballot board lawsuit, and everything else back after this.
2: You're listening to The Conservative Crusader.
0: Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network, our Ohio coverage now. Because for those of you who don't know, we are in the beautiful state of Ohio for this program. Every single episode we do is here in Ohio. Um, I have this light on my desk. Um, Funny, as I play this song today, this light dies. um, I don't know what happened. Rest in peace, ring light. Um, That's not good at all. Anyways, welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Feature Radio Network. I can't see at my desk now, so that's fun. Glad that everything's digital nowadays. Um, Ohio members of Congress, U.S. Senator candidates, respond to the Trump indictment. Um, J.D. Vance um, accused Democrats of playing political games and cast the case as a baseless misdemeanor charge. True. Um, I know Jim Jordan just tweeted the word outrageous. Um, And that is an accurate statement. Sherrod Brown did not respond to a quest for comment. Rep. Joyce Beatty said in a statement, who is uh, from Columbus, she's terrible. In the months to come, let's hope our judicial system does what it's intended for, to deliver justice for all. Today shows that no person, not even a former president, is is above the law. Um, J.D. Vance stood up for Trump, obviously. Possible candidates. Okay, so Matt Dolan did make a statement. He accused Democrats of using the investigation to distract from larger problems. He said, quote, we need a Republican nominee that will defeat Sherrod Brown, not someone who willfully plays into his hands. Um, My focus is on offering solutions to the challenges of confronting Ohio, period. So he didn't actually answer the question. Um, He's the only one currently in the race, but there are other people who might be in the race, such as um, Bernie Moreno. Compare the indictment to the political persecution you see in Third World Banana Republics. Um, un-American and corrupt to the core. Dems are weaponizing the power of government to stop Trump from running again. Frank LaRose, who is likely seen as a Senate candidate, also went after crime rates in New York. We're record-setting crime wave tearing Manhattan apart, but is this the DA's focus? What a joke. This is what happens when liberal activists take over the mechanisms we use to deliver justice. America is fed up. All of them are correct, by the way. Um, Moreno and LaRose and um, J.D. Vance. All correct. In every capacity. Um, So the Ohio House Speaker covering this uh, here in the state of Ohio, I was was glad to say I'm going to say I met again for a countless time, I'm going to say at this point, Representative Brian Stewart, a great patriot. Um, I had an honor of seeing him at an event, and I asked him about this. I'm not going to tell him exactly what he said because it was off the record, you know, but um, I have confidence in House Joint Resolution 1 going forward. Um, a week after Ohio House Speaker Jason Stevens shut down the idea of holding an August election, Republican legislative leader now says it's a possibility. So what's going on in the State House now? This is all public information. I'm not leaking anything. Um, not no breaking news on TCC today, my friends. But there is a petition going around um, a discharge petition that requires fifty one signatures. If it gets fifty one signatures, this bill, House Joint Resolution 1 will go to the floor for a vote. Uh, people have signed. Many people have signed. There are 28 signatures. It needs 51. Uh, Susan Manchester, Derek Marron, Ron Ferguson, Brian Stewart, friend of the program. Uh, Marilyn John, Scott Wiggum, Bernard Willis, Rod Creek, Kerry, Jerry uh, Kerry, Gary Click. Um, a lot of other signatories. They are all supporters of Derek Marin. They are all part of the Derek Marin holdouts. Um, they are out of session for two weeks, by the way. So they're not going to possibly sign it until a couple weeks from now. The big pressure is going to be getting them to sign when they come back. uh, uh, Stephens, I'm sorry. He is um, saying there might be a special election. The legislature does set the time and place of the election. So you know that is always a possibility. Um, There's House Joint Resolution 1, Senate Joint Resolution 2, which are the same thing. The only difference is uh, House uh, Senate Joint Resolution 2 does not require uh, signatures from all 88 counties. It's just 44 counties. Um, three-fifths of both chambers need to approve the question to put it on the ballot. And the problem I have here is the, the big left-wing critique to this whole notion and the whole um, issue with this ballot initiative is that it's anti-democracy. Well, if you are so pro-democracy... Put it on a vote and see if it passes in a democracy. See if the people of Ohio want to vote for this amendment. I would vote for it if I was able to vote. I know many people who would. Because our, our, um, and for what I didn't clarify, it would require 60% of all voters to enact the constitutional amendments instead of a simple majority already. I don't think I mentioned that in this episode. Um, I support this. Anyone who supports our constitution supports this. You shouldn't have complete and total mob rule. The reason we have a constitution in the first place is because we are a constitutional republic, not a pure direct democracy. If we were direct democracy, we would have elections every day for every single issue. And then that would be what goes on in our country, is if there was a, a direct democracy. We don't have one of those. We shouldn't have one of those. I am not a supporter of a direct democracy, and I don't think anyone who actually supports our, our constitution should be. Just want to clarify that. And we're not a direct democracy. Um, We shouldn't be, and I support this amendment, and I would gladly testify for it or whatever else they might want me to do. I would completely support this amendment in every capacity, and I think if you're in Ohio and it goes to an August ballot, you should vote for it. And I think if it goes to a November ballot, you should vote for it, and I think if it goes to a next-year ballot or the year after that ballot, you should vote for it too. Um, So the Ohio Supreme Court has set a schedule for briefs and evidence in a lawsuit claiming the Ohio Ballot Board was wrong to approve a proposed abortion constitutional amendment as one issue. They were from Cincinnati's Right to Life organization that proposed it. The state has until Wednesday, that is, um, when was this report? Uh, this was from the 29th, so that was that day. Uh, the state has until Wednesday to formally respond to the lawsuit. All parties in the suit have until April 7th to get documents in the court related to the case, including arguments for, for and against it and evidence on both sides. The lawsuit filed on behalf of two members of the Cincinnati Right to Life group claims the Ohio ballot board should have denied the pro- proposed amendment in its unanimous vote that the language of the ballot initiative only handled one constitutional issue. I want to say this really quickly here. Uh, Frank LaRose, um, trying to get his opt- optics up to run for Senate. I think it's funny, he tweeted one day, Um, these attempts to bypass our legislative process should require broad consensus about the 60%, but Frank LaRose pr- pr- approved the abortion amendment. He could have stopped it right there, and he approved it, and his board approved it. His his Office's sanctioned board approved the the, the, the language, um, so I I don't think it should be on the ballot. The abortion thing should be on the ballot. We we talked about this a couple weeks ago with um, Lizzie uh, Lizzie Marbach from the Ohio Right to Life organization. Um, it's really important to note that this amendment will open it up to trans um, surgeries for kids with no parental consent required. There's a lot going on in that um, that sort of initiative there. That's more than just abortion, and that's a problem. Where we have an, Ohio- uh, an amendment to the Ohio Constitution that should be about abortion if it's supposed to be about abortion. Now, if they want to put one on trans surgeries for kids on the ballot, put it on there, but make it separate. Don't try to grandfather it in to the abortion amendment and try to ab- b- break grandfather it in. Because they know abortion's relatively popular, right? If we like it or not, if we support it or not, it is sadly decently popular of a procedure. People don't really know the truth of it, but it's sadly a little bit popular. and People kind of are indifferent towards having it. Now, I believe when people are presented with the facts and presented with what an abortion really is, they're anti-abortion. So we have to get out there and present them with that. We, we, we need to do that, and that's where conservatives need to go moving forward is presenting it to the people just in case it is put on the ballot. Right? So, I don't know. We're going to cover it. We're going to keep it closely, keep an eye on it, um, hopefully have someone from Ohio Right to Life or another pro-life organization on to talk about it the further we get in close to it. Um, Monday. Um, Greg Wheeler is coming on the program. He's running for Senate, or not Senate, I'm sorry, uh, for Congress in Ohio's 13th District. He is running there. That is uh, coming up soon. So you can call us to leave your voicemail for him, 57-GOP-JOSH, 757 or email us at josh at gopjosh.com, J-O-S-H at gopjosh.com. Leave your questions for him. That number, five seven four six seven five six seven four seven is also a text line. You can text that number as well. Um, so yeah, go ahead and do that. And we are glad to be with you on the red future radio network at gopjosh.com, redfuturradio.com, our social media pages, wherever you get your podcast, Apple podcasts, Spotify, make sure if you listen this far and you enjoy the program and you enjoy what I have to say, you rate five stars on this program. That is one, two, three, four, five, all five stars. Get us boosted in the charts. Um, we are up there, but we are not that well received on Apple podcasts and on Spotify These platforms are used primarily by left-wingers, so we have to get out there and rate five stars to avoid what left-wingers have to say. Five stars on the podcast would be greatly appreciated. Um, Boost us in that algorithm. Boost us there. And we'll be back Monday with a brand new episode here on the Red Feature Radio Network. My name is GOP Josh, and stay tuned.
2: You're listening to The Conservative Crusader.